What is up, guys? It is the Blue Bloods here, back with a breaking news episode, man. Last night, Notre Dame found found their new head coach, potentially, man. Marcus Freeman is going to be announced as the next head coach for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Um, you know, this program, let's just kind of summarize what's been going on with Notre Dame these past few days. It started, man, just on November 30th, man. Brian Kelly departed unexpected, unexpectedly from South Bend, headed to LSU, and they left. And he left the Fighting Irish without a head coach right in the middle of a potential late-season college football playoff push as the Fighting Irish sit at 11-1, number six in the latest college football playoff poll. And if chaos strikes ahead of them, the Fighting Irish can find themselves in the playoffs now. Kelly completely unexpectedly left. I mean, there were assistants on recruiting visits that the players didn't know. And he had an 11 minute meeting on, you know, the day after to kind of let the players know what was happening. That was eventually leaked. But now it looks like the fighting average may have their guy of the future. I mean, look, listen, many reports surfaced the night that Brian Kelly departed that many of the top boosters, administrators, assistant coaches, players, recruits, we're all we're all clamoring for the Fighting Irish to hire defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, promote him from the defensive coordinator spot to head coach, and now Notre Dame has answered their calls and promoted the 35 year old head coach, um, 35 year old defensive coordinator to head coach, and the recruits and players on Twitter, man, if y'all saw it, it was hashtag Freeman Era, as they all were in support of Freeman being the next Notre Dame head coach, and listen. It's a big risk. 35 years old, Freeman has never been a uh, head coach in college football, but it's already paid major dividends, guys. Offensive coordinator Tommy Reese announced that on Wednesday night that he is going to return to Notre Dame. That's a huge boost for this Fighting Irish staff, and it's also going to offer a bit of continuity to a staff that you don't see a lot when a twelve when a twelve year tenured head coach leaves a program. And Reese has been on the staff since twenty seventeen, so it's really going to help the offensive side of the ball and the recruiting be a bit more stabilized than we're used to seeing. And also, according to Pete Sampson of the Athletic, Reese was the number one vocal supporter of Freeman becoming the head coach. And listen, this is this comes as a surprise, and this is a big win for Freeman. And I want to make sure it gets across as such. Brian Kelly was vouching for Reese and Freeman to follow him to LSU, be the offense and defensive coordinator, and even said that he wanted to make Freeman the highest paid defensive coordinator in the country. But now Freeman, in his first move, gets Reese to stay on as his offensive coordinator. And that's a big win over Kelly and that LSU staff to get Reese to stay on your staff as a first-time head coach. And on top of that, John McNulty, the tight end coach, has announced his that he's going to stay on the on this Notre Dame staff. Lance Taylor, the running back coach. Mike Elston, the D-line coach. All of these guys have announced their loyalty to, to Freeman and this Notre Dame staff. So there's a lot of assistant coaches that you would see like you see with the Lincoln Riley hire that would usually leave and abandon that school and the recruits and the players sticking with Marcus Freeman. I just want to make sure y'all set like everyone understands this further shows how much support Freeman had and how much he has won over the people in South Bend in his short time there. He's highly respected and there's a lot of people who think that he is going to be a national a national championship winning head coach for the Fighting Irish. Now, the contract details 
have not been finalized. That's according to Bleacher Report 247 and The Athletic, but it's expected to be finalized over the next two to three days. But Notre Dame is locked on Marcus Freeman, and now they have one of the youngest coaching cores in the country with Freeman being only 35 years old and Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator, at only 29 years old. So they have a young, energized core of this program, and Notre Dame and their administrators really believe they have the nucleus now to be at the forefront of college football moving forward now. You might be asking, you know, and there's might be some Notre Dame fans who are a little bit question, you know, think this hire may be questionable. Let me, let me, let me ease y'all's minds because I'm very excited about this. And listen, if y'all ever wonder if y'all can trust me, I told y'all on the Brian Kelly episode that this was going to happen. And it did, even though a lot of people doubted it. But why did they hire Marcus Freeman? Why was he the guy for Notre Dame? As soon as he was gone, Freeman was going to be his guy, going to be the guy due to his relationship among the players and also the strong recruiting momentum that the Fighting Irish had created over these next two classes. And on top of that, there's a lot of reports that Notre Dame, the, the upper management and the people in power at Notre Dame saw what is happening with Oklahoma, and they were terrified that that same thing could happen with Brian Kelly pulling recruits and players out of this program. So this was the best chance to offer stability, to offer some sort of calming presence among the program in one of the most tumultuous times in recent program history. So not only did Marcus Freeman win over everybody in the building, they had a long meeting on Wednesday, and that's where Marcus Freeman really won them over, presenting his plan, his plans for the future for Notre Dame, and it won over every booster in the room, according to reports. Now, his history. He started out in 2010, a former player at Ohio State, a grad assistant, moved to Kent State as the linebacking coach for two years before moving to Purdue for three years to be the linebacking coach for the Boilermakers, but then got promoted to co-D coordinator in 2016 before moving to Cincinnati from 2017 to 2020 as the Cincinnati defensive coordinator and linebacking coach. He won the 247 Defensive Coordinator of the Year Award and was a Broyles Award uh, finalist, finished just behind Steve Sarkeesian for Alabama in that award. Now, you might want to say, like, what did he do? Well, as D coordinator, he helped build one of the best defenses in the country at Cincinnati, one that has carried Luke Fickle, Fickle in that program into the college football playoff race. In 2018, he had the number one rushing defense, scoring defense, and total defense in the AAC, and in all three of those categories, he had the Bearcats ranking in the top 15 in the country at Cincinnati after just one year on the job. In 2019, they had the number one scoring defense again in the AAC and was top three in the country in rushing and total defense for the season. And then in 2020, again, a top 10 scoring defense in the country, number one in the AAC, and in the 13th ranked total defense in the entire country. So, Marcus Freeman can recruit, develop talent, and he's one of the best defensive minds in college football. And that's why last year there was really a bidding war between LSU and Notre Dame for his talents, and Notre Dame won that, and now he's going to step into the next role as the head coach. And then this year, 
first year's D coordinator for Notre Dame. He's been the lead recruiter and has Notre Dame inside the top five in the 2022 recruiting rankings. That would be Notre Dame's first top five classes 2013 if they can hang on. Headlined by five-star linebacker Jalen Sneed, who Marcus Freeman was his primary recruiter. And this year, they have the 11th-ranked scoring defense in the season. Just in the first year of Freeman's time at Notre Dame, they had to replace a lot of talent just outside of even Kyle Hamilton at the safety spot was really the main returning starter. But they lost a lot of talent in that front seven. And as Freeman's gone along, they've only allowed about six points per game in their last four games as things have really started to click for Notre Dame. So Marcus Freeman deserves a lot of credit. And according to Matt Fortna of The Athletic, Reports out of Notre Dame said that Freeman's impressed everyone in South Bend this season and that there's a real belief, and this is why you didn't see a Notre Dame panic after Kelly left. There's a real belief that Freeman is that national championship caliber head coach of the future and that there are many influential voices within that program that think and trust Freeman to lead them into the college football playoff if they end up making it this year. They believe Marcus Freeman can go and win them a national championship there this year. Now, whether they can do it or not is to be seen, but they ha- everyone in South Bend believes in Marcus Freeman right now. Now, the main thing, man, that a lot of people need to grasp their head around is recruiting, man. We all know that's the backbone of college football in most of these programs is how can you recruit? Well, well Freeman was Luke Fickle's right-hand man. At Cincinnati, helped turn the Bearcats into a top 10 team over the past two years. And but he's been the key recruiter and the lead recruiter in this 2022 Notre Dame class. That's number four in the country. And also looking ahead, the 2023 class, which is number two in the country right now. So back-to-back top five classes right now, potentially for Notre Dame. Now, the top recruits in the 2022 class that Marcus that Marcus Freeman is the lead recruiter on. I mentioned five-star Jalen Sneed, a top 30 overall player, a top three linebacker in this next class, four-star linebacker Joshua Burnham, a top 120 player in the entire class and a top 10 linebacker, four-star D-lineman Tyson Ford, a top 140 player, and also four-star cornerback Jaden Mickey, a top 250 player in the 247 composite. So all these guys, Marcus Freeman has played a large role in recruiting, which means the turnover in this recruiting class should be small, especially with some of these top guys for Marcus Freeman. And then 2023 is where he's really shining right now, guys. Five-star edge rusher Keon Keeley. Keon Keeley is number 23 overall in the overall rankings and number three edge rusher in the class already committed to Notre Dame and is going to be loyal to Marcus Freeman. So I would not imagine he's leaving. You also have four-star linebacker Drake Bowen number 38 overall player, number two linebacker, a borderline five-star. He's actually a five-star in two, four, seven rankings, but is a four-star composite player. Marcus Freeman is a linebacking coach. He landed Drake Bowen over Auburn, over some of the biggest programs in the country in the SEC. Drake Bowen was looking at Clemson, and Marcus Freeman was the guy who got him there. Also, four-star Brennan Vernon, a top 60 player, a top 10 D lineman in the class, and also Four-star safety, Adam Schuler, a top 150 overall player as well at the safety spot. So all these guys are do, are at Notre Dame right now. We're going to be at Notre Dame due to Marcus Freeman. So his recruiting presence right now at Notre Dame is another reason why Notre Dame really felt like they had to keep Marcus Freeman in South Bend. And like I said earlier, 
the number one goal of this hire was to keep the recruiting class together. And now Freeman has not only kept the staff in the recruiting class together, but the recruiting front has been so calm after losing a head coach in Brian Kelly, who has been with the program 12 years, is the winningest head coach in college in, in Notre Dame history, the third winningest in the country. They had less turnover than almost any school that lost a head coach this year, and it's because these recruits are so tied to Marcus Freeman. So I want to say this. Let's give Notre Dame's AD a lot of credit. Notre Dame's powerful you know, advisors to, to the AD a lot of credit. And also, man, let's give credit to Marcus Freeman for making this impact and taking advantage. He bet on himself going to Notre Dame, and now he steps in as a first-time head coach taking over one of the most prominent programs in the country, man. Huge props to Marcus Freeman, and I, I've been a – Huge supporter. I said that he should have got a head coaching job last year. Now he gets a shot at Notre Dame. And this might surprise you guys. And it might not if you've been listening to the episode. You know where I'm going to go with this. My grade on this, and I'm, 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 I listen, you can call me optimistic. You can call me biased. That's fine. I'm giving this an A. And before you say, man, Zach, this is a first time head coach. How in the world you didn't even give, I mean, you didn't even give Brian Kelly to LSU an A. Well, listen, man, this guy has done it everywhere he's been. Yes, he hasn't been a head coach. He's been one of the top recruiters. He's shown he's shown that he can help build a culture like he did at Cincinnati with Luke Fickle. He's immediately stepped in and won everybody over in South Bend. And anyone you talk to, I mean, in any interview, any of his colleagues bring him up in, any player that talks about him, they all say that they can stay, they can you can feel the winning off of him, you can feel the energy off of him and the command he has of a room and the command he has of his defense. And I think that's going to translate very well into the head coaching role. And on top of that, the fact he's 35 years old and has won the respect of all these assistant coaches to pick him, a first-year head coach with no winning experience. And Notre Dame over LSU and Brian Kelly, the third winningest coach of all time, who's throwing bags of money at people to become coordinators down at LSU. They pick Marcus Freeman over Brian Kelly. That should speak volumes about the type of respect and command that he's going to have over this over this program. So for me, if you're a Notre Dame fan, you have to be absolutely ecstatic about this hire. I think this is, listen, and I said the same thing two years ago when Arkansas hired Sam Pittman. Everyone was drooling over Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach and this person and that person. I said, listen, Sam Pittman in Arkansas is going to be underrated, but it's going to pay off. And look what he's done in Arkansas in just two years. Marcus Freeman is going to be the most overlooked and least talked about hire in this recruiting cycle because, or, or this hiring cycle due to Lincoln Riley, Billy Napier, Brian Kelly. I mean, there's just been too many names to even go through. So for me, I think he deserves a lot of credit, and I think he finally got his opportunity. And there were a lot of people who doubted he was going to get the job, and I'm glad Notre Dame made the right decision. And listen, Marcus Freeman, in my opinion, and I'm going to put my credibility on the line here, I think he's going to be successful. And I think he's in a position right now to be successful at Notre Dame. So, man, uh, Big ups to Notre Dame for pulling off this hire, and Marcus Freeman deserves this opportunity. I'm going to be rooting for him here on the Blue Bloods, man. But listen, comment below, especially if you're a Notre Dame fan. I want to know your opinions of this hire. What do you think about Marcus Freeman as a coach, and what are your expectations for him as a head coach at Notre Dame? Let me know in the comments. Also, like the video and subscribe if you're new. 
Definitely like the video, man. It definitely help us out. I appreciate it. But listen, it's conference championship week. Check out our conference championship previews. Uh, link the playlist at the end of the video, man. But listen, appreciate y'all tuning in. Y'all have a great Thursday. More conference championship previews coming out later today. But for right now, man, the Blue Bloods are out. Mm-hmm.